Hi, everyone. Welcome to Voices of Western, the Humans of Western podcast. This is where we delve into everyday stories of students, staff, and faculty on campus. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at humans underscore Western. You can also find us on TikTok, YouTube, or our Facebook page, Humans of Western. My name is Zainab. And I'm Kevin. Today's episode features David, who is a seasoned career development practitioner, assisting students in navigating a path to help them fulfill their career goals. Changing paths himself after leaving graduate school, David has a unique perspective on change and career design. We know thinking about career can be stressful, but we found our talk with David to be comforting and insightful. We hope you enjoy. Welcome, everyone. Today, our guest is David Feeney. Is that how you say your last name? Perfect. Um, and he's a career co- career coach at Western. So I guess to start off with the first question, how did you become a career co- a career coach? <laughs> so um, as I, we were chatting before we went on air here, um, I sort of stumbled into it, but I've kind of found my niche. I worked in career services and employment services in the not-for-profit sector for about 12 years before uh, coming to Western. Uh, and, and I've been here at Western for, if you stitch together my various contracts that I started out with, a couple of years now um, that I've been doing this work. Uh, when I, I, I didn't set out to do this, and this is, I think, it, it, this is a really um, important element of of career development, I think that people um, uh, need to understand is that you don't necessarily find your niche or find your passion or find that thing that you're really um, keen on until you actually start to do it. And so we often say to students, um, you know, students will think that um, they've been told they need to find their passion for for, um, a job and they need to find their passion for a career. And in fact, it's, it's not that at all, because you don't know uh, if you're going to enjoy something or be good at something until you try it, which is why we stress those sorts of activities for students to try things out. And so for myself, I had no idea that I would be as passionate as I am about a higher education and working in, in this field until I started to do it. Um, and you know, the contract, the, a short-term contract in 2019 that I thought was just literally, you know, a way to, to, to um, put some money in the bank and until and I found something else and fell in love with the work itself. I wouldn't have known that until I tried it. And, um, you know, it wasn't something that I'd ever really thought about. I didn't, I don't think I really realized that this could be um, a career, that this could be something that I could do. Um, and to find this at this point in my career uh, is just been, um, it's been ideal. So like I say, I, I, I did kind of stumble into it. And what were you thinking like before that point when you started working as a career, co- as a career coach? I stumble on that every time. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. Um, I had, I had, been working uh, for a not-for-profit. Uh, I was uh, downsized um, and left with a package, very small one, but nonetheless, I, I uh, um, left there in 2015. 
uh, and decided to strike out uh, and be an entrepreneur. Uh, and um, I'm an art collector. And so I decided that, well, I probably would like to sell art. Uh, and so I developed a, um, a business uh, whereby I did pop-up events, pop-up shows, uh, represented a number of artists uh, in the London area and regionally. And I did that for a number of years and discovered that while I like coordinating the shows and while I like um, finding the artists and, and I have a good eye for art and all of those sorts of things, I'm not a very good salesman. Uh, and so I didn't really make much money in that venture. But I tried it because I thought that this is something that, that um, if I don't give it a shot, if I don't give it a try, um, I'll regret it. Uh, I thought this was going to be my next career and it only lasted for about four years before I came to Western and started as the career coach. Um, I, at times, I think I probably, I, I know that I felt that I had failed at something, um, but knowing, looking back and, and kind of reflecting on that, I know that what happened through all of that time period is that I learned a lot about myself and I, and I grew as a person. Um, and I've been able to draw on a lot of those experiences now in working with students that are really struggling to find their way or really struggling to think, okay, I have this degree, but I don't know what to do with it. Um, and, you know, the one thing that I will say in terms of, of degree and that degree to career linkage and those sorts of things, I have grad, a graduate degree in English um, and my undergraduate is from Western, also in English. And um, I'm not an English teacher. Uh, so I'm kind of here to say, you know, just because you have a degree in a certain area, that does not necessarily mean that this is the direction you, you have to go or that you're going to go. Career paths are quite um, uh, bendy, windy. It's a winding road. It's not a straight line um, for a lot of people. And I think um, for some people that can be liberating and some people are find that um, uh, really exciting to think that way. And for other people, it's kind of scary to think, but I'm doing this degree and I have to go in this direction. And so there's lots of, of ways of, of trying things out and lots of directions to go. One thing that um, like, I know I definitely uh, felt a lot of coming out of high school was this idea of like picking the right thing, not wanting to pick the wrong program or mess up. Um, yep. But I guess like throughout now I'm near the end of my uh, degree and what I saw is like it actually is very common for people to end up switching. And I think there was some comfort in knowing that like there, this is a process as you said. Um, I think another interesting thing uh, that you kind of touched upon, I, I tried to start reframing my um, thinking around education, not towards like building towards a degree, but maybe uh, building skill sets. And uh, I, I found like this was really helpful for me to kind of break away from like this degree leads to this place. Sure. Um, but I found like when I talked to uh, um, a lot of my friends, that sometimes was like a very hard concept to break away from. Um, is that something like you've kind of also found in your, your position? And what you're describing um, is really uh, so reframing um, and, and uh, prototyping and those sorts of activities. You're really describing life design. You're describing the type of work that we 
um, do in our office. Uh, we use a life design framework um, to assist students in, in building forward, in, in developing um, the types of skills, and the types of activities they need to build a, um, a meaningful career. And life design comes out of Stanford University. Um, so there are a couple of designers at Stanford, Bill Burnett and Dave Evans, who were Silicon Valley designers, uh, who thought, you know what, this, this, this process of design, of prototyping, of trying things out, of trying out a product to see if it works and those sorts of things and, and, and experimenting and ideating and all of those really great things around design, that would be a really great way for students or anybody, quite honestly, to um, design their careers, to think about their careers and, and think about trying things out and those sorts of things. So you're very, the very word that you chose and saying reframing, it's exactly what we are, we are, are working with students and getting them to think more broadly about their, their careers and their, and their degrees um, as well. I mean, there are always going to be straight lines, right? Medical, um, lawyers, all those sorts of things. But what we know is that only about 20 to 23% of jobs um, in the country are regulated in that you have to have a specific degree. That leaves a whole swath of jobs that, that do not require a specific degree. Uh, and so um, that again, as I said before, that can either be exciting for some people or can be kind of scary, but I think it's, I think it's kind of exciting. The other thing that we know, and I think COVID has certainly um, brought lots of attention to this, um, the job market is pretty fragile. The job market uh, and careers are, are morphing and changing all the time. Um, we're in a, in a disruptive time in terms of career. And I'm not just talking about the pandemic, but I'm also talking about AI and all of those sorts of things. And so any transferable skills that you have uh, in your toolbox, you can um, draw from that undergraduate degree or that graduate degree that you, you have are gonna be useful for you um, in terms of moving forward because job titles, jobs are changing constantly. And so it's said that, you know, for the students starting a four-year degree today, the job they might do four years down the road doesn't exist yet. Um, and it's absolutely true because things are in such a state of flux. Um, that's interesting that you mentioned about like career design, um, choosing kind of like things to try out. I'm curious, like, how do you, how do you choose exactly like what you want to try out? Cause like the process takes time and I'm assuming like you, you don't have time to like try out every single thing, right? No, no, absolutely. And, 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 you know, it is a process as, as uh, has already been mentioned. And so you know, having conversations with people who work in different areas, having having those kinds of prototype prototype conversations about, um, you know, what they do, what is it like to work in this field? Maybe you job shadow for a day. Um, those are always really great ways to get information, and that's really what you're looking for is information. You need information to be able to make some decisions to be able to help you um, moving forward. And so how do you get that information? It's out there, you just have to reach out to get it. Um, so those kinds of conversations, internships are a really great way to get experience, whether that be 
you know, a summer internship or a longer internship. And by the way, you know, sometimes people will be in an internship and realize, yeah, this isn't really what I thought it was going to be. It's not really for me. That's not a waste of time. That's actually really good information because now you know where you don't want to go. Um, and so sometimes that can be as useful um, for you as knowing where you want to go. I often will talk to students and suggest that um, uh, if, you, if you're not really sure what you want to do, think about all the things you wouldn't want to do first. Let's eliminate that. Let's, make, let's, let's get rid of all those things that you're, you're not interested in because that starts to narrow things down as well. The other thing piece that we get students to think about is, is about challenges rather than job titles. So what would you like to do in a career? What do you think you'd like to do that would be meaningful to, for you? Rather than what job titles are interesting, what challenges are interesting for you? Um, and reframing in that way also can help people um, begin to prototype toward um, a career that's fulfilling for them. So I think one thing you said a, a little while back, um, you mentioned like you didn't really know that you were going to be very passionate about working in the higher education space. Um, I guess like a, a lot of uh, students were kind of wondering, well, one, how do you find a meaningful life and career? And I guess as part of that, uh, what is like you being, how did you identify that you were passionate? Like, what does that look like uh, day to day or um, I guess in the larger scheme of you figuring that out? So I think a lot of the activities that that um, I've been talking about help students kind of move forward toward what they might find as their, as people describe as their passion. But what does that look like is a really good question. Because how do you know when you've kind of, you've kind of landed in, in that sweet spot, I guess, as you, as you would. Um, and you kind of know, it's, it's kind of in, in, in your guts, right? You just know when, when you are doing something that is a good fit, that's, that's meaningful to you. Um, I can say in terms of, of the work that I do here uh, at Western, um, it's always interesting. It's varied. Um, I draw on lots of different strengths, lots of, of different areas um, that, uh, that I enjoy doing. Uh, you know, it's, it, I don't dread going to work uh, every day um, at all. I actually look forward to it. Um, and, you know, I've had jobs that I've, I've disliked. I've had jobs that have not been brought me that kind of, that kind of meaning, that kind of pleasure. Um, and so you kind of get to know the difference between those things. Um, you start to recognize what is bringing me meaning, what is bringing me joy, um, what kinds of things are, are kind of um, clicking into place for me in terms of, of um, a career that uh, I'm passionate about, as opposed to those things that don't, that don't work for me. I think, you know, doing, doing lots of reflecting and, and lots of experimentation in terms of, of career um, is helpful for students to, to figure that out. Um, you know, I'm coming at it from a few years out of, of uh, uh, university. 
uh, and and so I've got some time to, to look back on and think, okay, I know the difference. Um, somebody who's just starting out might not recognize that. But you know, if you get into a career job and it's not working for you, well, that's okay because you can you can reset. You can can explore other things. You don't have to stick with with a job or career that makes you um, miserable. Uh, one of the other pieces that I, I spend more time, I think, talking with students about meaningful careers rather than careers that are going to make me lots of money. Um, and I'm, you know, there are those people out there, uh, clearly, I'm just not seeing them. I think the type of student that I see are the types of students that are, are really looking for meaningful um, and wanting to give back and wanting to, to um, feel like they make a difference. Uh, so I guess that that is a kind of um, concept that like I usually uh, played into more I want to do something meaningful and not necessarily like care about uh, the money but I guess over the last few years um, my uncle he was kind of talking to me about this and what he mentioned was um, it might like it might be a good like uh, thought process but uh, maybe it's better you kind of get yourself settled down first into a well-paying job and that would provide you the mental space and capacity to do things that you find meaningful so do you have any like comments on um like i guess the the opposite side of this well i guess i would my challenge is why does it have to be one or the other um my challenge here i think would be um i don't think you have to settle I think that you can find um, both. And I'm, you know, trust me, I, I get that we, we want to be well paid for what we do. That's, that's not, I'm not denying that um, element. Um, but I think, you know, because what the, the, my, my caution is, so you, you settle into um, a career that you're kind of okay with. You're not thrilled to be there, but the money's good and two years pass and five years pass and pretty soon it's 15 years in and you're thinking why did why am i doing this this is not this is not for me this doesn't work for me why didn't i take a different direction now i would suggest that you you still can i mean it's not it's not impossible to do that um and that's the great thing about about life design in this model is that um, you can make make those types of changes at any point um, in your career. And, and the other piece that I think is important for um, people graduating university now and people who are in their early 20s to recognize is that, and for universities to recognize, is that you're not preparing yourself for a 30 or 40 year career. You're preparing yourself for much longer careers because people live longer and have longer lives than ever before and work longer. People work further into their, their uh, later years than they ever have in the past. And that's not always um, by choice, but oftentimes it is by choice. Um, and so the idea that I'm going to get this job and I'm going to do it for 35 years and then retire, probably is not going to happen for a lot of people. A lot of people are going to do have multiple careers, and this is the other piece I think 
that that is important to remember people have more than one career in their lifetime you're going to be changing and and and, and taking a different direction um, all the way through because that those sorts of things just happen um, because as i said before there is so much um, change and variation within the the, the um, world of work um, so much disruption that you can't help but need to be able to be ready to to make those those sorts of changes as as we've said all through COVID, right to pivot um because this has kind of become become the buzzword but it's true i mean it really is true you do you know in certain terms of my own career path um i've worked in lots of different areas within the not-for-profit sector um and and i draw from all of those different areas um in my role now uh, and so it's all been it's all been worthwhile um, and it's part of, it's just part of that, uh, that career path that you'll have for yourself. I think a really hard part of it though, is like, especially when you settle into a job that you said is like well-paying and stuff, um, to leave that to find like a more me meaningful career. I think there's a lot of like uncertainty that comes with it and a lot of like unknowns. So are there any ways to like ease that kind of feeling or be okay with that uncertainty and we talk about this as discomfort right some sometimes mm -hmm. you just have to sit in that discomfort sometimes is there a is there a, a way to navigate that i think sometimes you just need to to be there and and experience it and understand that this is temporary and that um yeah this is an uncomfortable position for me to be in right now but eventually I'm going to get to a better a better place. Sometimes those transitions um, can be difficult. Um, or, I mean, you know, and you could, I mean, lots of people don't, don't, um, don't make those changes for themselves. They stay in the position, they stay in those careers that make, that are not making them happy. Um, and, you know, and that's, and that's fine for those folk that do that. Um, I can't imagine being in a job that um, I hate for, for, you know, 15 or 20 years. Um, I would want to, uh, to get out and find something more meaningful. And find something more meaningful doesn't mean um, sacrificing income either. There's this whole idea around, well, I can have both. I, I would challenge that. I think you certainly can have both. Um, and so... You know, it's just a, it, like I say, it's a matter of, of prototyping. It's a matter of experimenting and finding the right fit for yourself. I actually want to uh, add a similar question to um, Zainab. And I guess like there is like definitely the mental aspect of overcoming that discomfort and kind of pushing the boundaries of what you're okay with uh, when you are trying to change up like paths. Um, I wonder, do you have any like um, advice in terms of like, like one thing I could think of is like maybe preparing a fund to kind of uh, create a bar buffer room as you're transitioning careers. Is there any other kind of like uh, tangible advice, I guess, outside of like dealing with your mental space? Yeah, yeah, there's lots of, of strategies, um, Kevin, for, for um, you know, helping to prepare yourself um, for those transitions and taking 
and you know the very first thing you you, you need to be doing is having conversations with people um and reaching out to people and getting a sense of you know does this make sense to you knowing yourself is is um uh, hugely important we have an exercise uh, there is an exercise rather in life design called the worldview work view um and this exercise has uh you write out in 200 250 words your worldview so what does it what does it mean it's the big existential questions right what is what does a good life mean to you what what does that look like um, what brings you meaning and then a work view uh which is really around um what does uh at the end of the day what does meaningful work mean to you um and what does what is what does work mean is it about making money is it about meaning what is what are all those sorts of things mean and then we have people compare those two things and see if there's any kind of dissonance between those two things. Um, and if there is, then maybe it, it's worth exploring um, what am I doing and what can I do differently? Um, so lots of exercises and things that, that people can do to try to um, help with that, with that transition. Um, and sometimes it's not a major transition, quite honestly. Sometimes it's, it's just a shift in how you do your work um, and how you interact with people in your work environment, and maybe maybe some changes within within your job itself. Maybe that's all it takes. Um, then other times it might be not. You know what? I need to. I need to move on to something else. Um, there are lots of ways of of approaching that. That's a good point because I guess when we're discussing this, it seems like the like the focus like as I'm thinking of it the focus seems to be on the career but I guess like what you're really trying to evaluate is how you are feeling and using that metric to determine like well maybe I can just make changes within my job first maybe that will be enough and that creates a good enough like change in my um like thinking and how I feel about this yeah absolutely absolutely and remember we're we're talking about building a meaningful life and career right it's not just it's it's about the whole package um you want to look at all all aspects of that which is why we talk about about worldview and work view and, and those sorts of elements as well um and just to scale back a little bit uh, a lot of like undergraduate students like myself you know in like a general kind of degree often wonder like is it normal to not know like pretty much anything about what you're doing at this time. Okay. <laughs> we need your words of comfort here. Is this okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you because, <laughs> because it, it is the kind of question that, that comes up quite often, right? Um, why shouldn't I have it figured out by now? Or, or I mean, a couple, the questions come in a number of ways. Um, you know, all of my friends seem to know what they want to do, but I don't know what I want to do. Well, stop comparing yourself to your friends you're your own person right um so there, there's there's that um i'm i'm in biology i'm in my third year um but i think i only took it because i was really good at high school and i'm not really sure this is where i want to be or what this is what i want to do that's okay you don't have to have it figured out yet um you've got you've got some time to figure some some things out i think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to make these decisions that you know, okay, it's my first year of university, I have to pick a major, 
okay, now I have to stick with that major and this is a career I'm going to do and this is where I'm going to go. I can tell you that as an undergraduate, I probably changed track three or four times um, before I before I finally settled in on English. Um, and so, and every time was a crisis, of course, because you think, oh my God, I thought I knew what I was going to do and now I don't know what I'm going to do. And, <laughs> and you know, I mean, I, I had moments of, yeah, I'm just going to drop out because I'm not going to finish this degree and all those sorts of things. I, I understand that feeling. Um, and that's why we, our department exists, is to help people navigate some of those questions. Um, and so the career education department is really there. Um, and all of us in, in, in uh, student experience um, are there to kind of sort of be supportive and to help navigate through some of those, those questions and some of those, um, those concerns that people have. Would you say that it's better to um, like stick with the kind of get the degree and then kind of change paths or change the degree itself. If that makes I sense. I think it's, I don't think there's a, there's a, an either or on that. Okay. I think that is really individual, right? That's something that one is better than the other. I, I think they're both options that people contemplate. Um, it isn't, it isn't um, cookie cutter. Uh, it isn't one one size fits all. Um, it'd be easy, right? My job would be so easy if I just had a flow chart and I go, "Yep, you're you're here, and so this is where you go now." And uh, and then yeah, your next step is this step. Not at all. Every everybody is different. Everybody has different concerns, different stressors in their life, um, different things that they want to accomplish. Uh, and so yeah, it really becomes um, individual. I personally didn't even know we had this department at Western. So um, I guess one thing maybe we can touch on to uh, wrap up the episode is if students want to get some help and uh, get some guidance, how do they do that? So, um, and I'm glad that you know about us now, Kevin. Uh, I, uh, we are in um, uh, room 210 in UCC. Uh, of course, we've been virtual off and on for most of the last uh, couple of years, um, although we are returning to our offices on Monday. Um, so you can do one-on-one -on -one appointments with us, either um, virtually or in person. That's your choice. Um, we recognize that not everybody is, is comfortable yet uh, meeting in person. Uh, and so we have uh, career coaches um in our department that can meet with you and talk about anything and everything related to career and and all of these questions that we've been talking about are questions that that i field and we field every day uh, in our offices we also have a series of workshops that we uh, offer on everything from career design to job search strategies to linkedin etc um, those are all available um, you can sign up for those through connect uh, and so yeah we'd love to see people um, so don't be shy about uh, being in touch with us yeah i think i will definitely have to reach out uh, this was a wonderful talk and yeah thank you so much for shedding a light on a topic that i think is on the mind of like every student a very stressful topic but yeah hopefully this brings some comfort to all of our viewers Thank you so much for your time, David. Is there a concluding message you would like to tell the audience? There is, you know what, it's funny you say that. Um, I came across a line last summer that I tried to get out to um, 
in all of my workshops. And that line is your impact is inevitable. Mm. Right. Let me repeat that. Your impact is inevitable. So keep that in mind. <laughs>